Welcome everyone to the dance floor where life lessons are learned through the art of dance. I'm your host Anna Harsh and today I wanted to offer 10 tips that can improve your choreography. Do you feel like you see the same moves or perhaps don't feel inspired lately to create a brand new solo or a group routine? Well, I have 10 tips today that can improve your choreography and help you create something unique. Maybe spark that imagination a little bit and level up your skills. So grab your notebook and let's get started. Number one, level change. When choreographing your piece, look for moments you can change a level. Perhaps a jump in the combination or a grand jeté for a high level. Maybe it's just reaching up with some arm movements. Give the piece highs and lows, just like in life. If possible, depending on the stage or dance surface, you could create some floor work as well. Finding the lows in the dance, bending your knees to change the level where the body sinks down a little bit lower, and maybe do a phrase of movement on the floor. Take some time to explore the levels in your piece. Watch your dance from beginning to end. Are you reaching up? Do you find those high levels? Are you working on the floor with the whole body? Maybe find a moment where you're on one knee or lunging and reaching below. I play a game with my students called sit, stand, or kneel. They change from one level to the other when I say change. So let's say you go from sitting to standing, standing to kneeling, or kneeling to sitting, and so on. It helps the dancers explore levels and find new ways to get from one level to the other. So level change can create a unique way to allow your audience to see your piece. It makes it interesting to watch by seeing the different ways you can explore the same combination. So try your combination by adding a few jumps or maybe the entire phrase on the floor. Play with the level change and see how it changes your piece. Number two, tempo change. Even when a song is the same tempo, it doesn't mean that you have to stay with that beat for your entire piece. Perhaps listen to the song you're dancing to a little bit closer. Find a horn section or a piano part to listen to and follow that to create your phrase of movement. Perhaps the feet are going with the downbeat, but the arms or your torso might be following the melody in the song. Find the slow section and then find the faster section. Change it up a little bit. Maybe there is a slow section in your dance, a legato part, or maybe a staccato part. Change it up. Even if the arms are just flowing, find a way that you can maybe stutter the arms or make them go a little bit faster in a section of your piece. So play with the tempo. Number three, direction. Direction changes. Changing your directions on stage is a great way and a great tool for choreographers. This is something you should always have in your toolbox. Marking out how the dancers enter and exit their dance. If you do this first, you can set up a great way that everything will be organized. 
Use some diagonals on the stage with the dancers, maybe in a straight line or two lines. Find ways to the middle of the phrase to change your direction. Maybe those leaps go on a diagonal or straight towards the audience. You know, phrases don't have to go from side to side, from right to left or left to right. They can zigzag and circle, adding turns that change lines. Try to go beyond dances in straight lines all the time. It becomes a little boring. So, like I said, try some circles, try the diagonals, or zigzag. That's one of my favorites, especially creating a a shape with your dancers. Maybe it's a flower or a cheese wedge. Directions can change the routine, but it can also keep your routine clean and create a little bit of interest at the same time. So change your direction throughout the piece, maybe in the middle of a phrase. Give it a try. See what happens. Number four, focus. Where is your focus in your dance? Is it center stage all the time? Or maybe on a certain dancer who's playing a role? Maybe you have a focal point on stage that you keep coming back to in order to make a statement or tell a story. Think about where the dancers should look also. Where are they focusing their eyes or attention throughout the piece? A small way you can change the focus is just by turning your head, turning your head on the body to face a different direction. Maybe the dancers begin the piece with their backs to the audience and, you know, the backs are the focus at first. Find ways to change the focus or to stay consistent with the focus so that the story is very clear. Again, this reflects a bit of life, doesn't it? We all need to find a little focus and adjusting our focus allows us to stay on track and keep a clear path to our goal. Number five. Floor pattern. This is something I really love doing with choreography. I'm inspired often by fashion and design or architecture. Try this exercise to get out of a rut in choreography. Take a blank piece of paper. Maybe you're doing that right now as you're taking notes. Find a blank piece of paper and draw a pattern. It could be a square or a circle or maybe some flower petals the sun, the half of moon, anything will work. For one of my Sicilian tarantellas, I drew a spider as my floor pattern, where the dancers created a circle to make the body of the spider. And then as we danced in and out of that circle, it looked like we made eight legs from above. So if you videotaped the dance from above, you would see a spider crawling across the stage. It's kind of a neat trick and a tool in choreography that you could use to make the piece a little more interesting. It gives you a clear path of where the dancers should be on stage and helps you plot out their formation changes. Keeps it simple, but makes a really big impact on stage. Okay, everyone, make sure you have a little more paper. We're going to take a quick commercial break and I'll be right back with even more tips for your choreography. Welcome back, everyone. I have 10 tips today to make your choreography way better. So let's move on to number six. 
stillness. I know this might be a strange one to think about, but I love when choreography takes a beat or two of just being still. It allows the audience to absorb the movement and absorb the moment. Stillness can just be right after a fast section that you've performed. It creates that contrast in a piece. Stillness also is a great way to mark a moment of importance. Maybe combine that with focus and it can be a really powerful moment on stage. Think about where stillness would happen in your piece. Maybe you start out with stillness and the piece builds from there. Or maybe you end with a stillness moment and that can be really powerful. Find just a beat or two where the body just is still, no movement at all. And it makes a really big impact, especially for the audience. Oftentimes, stillness makes more of a statement than a big powerful jump combination or a never-ending turning sequence. So think about stillness in your choreography, if the piece allows for it. But I think almost every piece could. Number seven, repeaters. Once you have a phrase of movement that you love, let's say it's six counts of eight. Repeat it in the dance at some point in time to give the audience a little bit of familiarity and a bit of a motif to play off of. You can also repeat a move in groups of three, like three quick jumps or three chane turns in a row that travel. Maybe it's a unique arm phrase that needs to be seen again to really absorb it and make a statement. Just don't go overboard with repeating because then it can be a little too much and it gets boring really quickly. But finding interesting moves that could be repeated in a different way, perhaps in that level change we talked about earlier, that can definitely help get your point across. Number eight, storyline. What is your dance about? Remember that dance is a unique way we communicate a thought, an idea, or emotion. Many of the Italian folk dances that I've researched have a clear story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. A great idea is to write your story for your choreography first. Sometimes I'll just make bullet points of what I want the piece to say. So take a few minutes before you start your next piece and write it down. What is your point? What is your story about? Who is your main character in the piece? Maybe they have a backstory. Maybe they're going to do something in the piece. And maybe think about emotions too. What is that dancer feeling on stage? That definitely helps with your storyline. So write your story out before you start getting into movement. Sometimes that does help. It gives you a focus. Number nine, costume. This one might be kind of obvious, but a costume can enhance or take away from a beautiful dance. Make sure that your costume matches what you're trying to say in the piece. Costume colors might spark a certain tone or vibe for your dance. Make sure the costumes also fit properly on the dancers. Straps that fall down or pants that are too big never look good and it becomes a distraction. 
It's all that the audience might see instead of the beautiful movement that you've worked on so hard to achieve. Try a few looks on with the movement. See which one looks best. Don't wait until the last minute to just throw something together. That never works out. Sometimes the costume can spark an idea for the dance piece itself. I love to go thrift shopping for costumes. You can create characters from those pieces that come to life on stage. So maybe find a seamstress or do a little shopping at a thrift store. Be inspired that way and then your piece might come from the costume. But if you can find a really great seamstress, they're worth gold. I've had a few costumes created from just a little sketch and it's always worth the time to really get what you want for your dance. Invest in a few pieces and then maybe reuse them in different ways. Skirts that can be reused and maybe add a little trim or vests or shirts that can be changed around and worn different ways. So number nine was costumes. Keep thinking about how you want that to look on stage. Number 10, lighting. How do you want your dance to look on stage in the light? How do you want that piece to be lit? Is it a moody jazz number? Do you need a spotlight or shin busters to create a 3D effect? Think in color for lighting. A lighting designer can really help you set the mood, create effects that enhance the movement. To me, lighting is the jewelry to your dance piece. It adds that sparkle and brings it to life. Although sometimes I've thought about the lighting first and then the dance comes out of just thinking about lighting. How the stage is lit can also affect the costumes and the way they look on stage. Now, if you're dancing outdoors, like my dance company, we dance for outdoor festivals a lot. Well, then you get the big bright sunshine and a few clouds to cast an interesting shadow perhaps on you. So sometimes I think about the colors of our skirts and what we should wear. If it's going to be a really bright, sunny day, sometimes I I bring out those colorful skirts instead of the dark costumes that we have. So think about lighting and how lighting can change throughout your piece. And if you can find a lighting designer that you can work with, uh, that's even better. So number 10 was lighting. My final bonus tip is to watch your piece of choreography from all sides of the stage or your space, wherever you're working. Watch it from the back. Watch it from the sides. And always watch it from the front, from the audience point of view. You might find new angles of your dance that the audience should also see. So sometimes you might have to turn a phrase around and maybe they face a different direction to do that phrase. But always take a moment to find that 360 view It can help you adjust dancers also with spacing. Maybe they're too close in a a spot or maybe they need to spread out and, and be really all the way across the stage. And it also helps you see their technique and if anybody is struggling. So do that 360, everyone. Make sure you watch all of your choreography all the way around. I hope these 10 tips help your choreography be amazing and give you some inspiration to create something new and different. Maybe it sparked an idea today. Let me know if any of these tips helped you. Do you have any other tips that have helped your choreography become amazing? Visit our website, allegrodancecompany.net, to see what's next for the company, or visit annaharsh.com to take some online classes with me. And if you want help on your next piece of choreography, 
hit me up on my AnnaHarsh.com. I'd be glad to go over some of these tips with you and create something amazing for your next showcase or competition. Thanks for listening, everyone, to The Dance Floor. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'm your host, Anna Harsh, and until next time, keep moving on the dance floor.